0: Welcome to the Five Smooth Stones podcast with Daniel Watts, the director of the EGM Institute. Hello, Daniel Watts here with our Five Smooth Stones weekly podcast. These podcasts are focusing on the five qualities of a life-changing children's ministry found in Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 9, relationship, experience, truth, discussion, and response. This week, we are focused on the experiential model of children's ministry. The weather was beautiful and chapel was outside. My wife, Marla, has taught second and third grade for years, and I was the occasional chapel speaker. Before my talk, a team of fourth and fifth graders was leading worship. Across the first two rows in the chapel were the youngest kids in the school, ages, I'm going to say, four to six, During the second worship song, you could sense God touching their hearts as they raised their hands to the Lord, eyes closed, and singing their hearts out. It was a beautiful picture of little children connecting to God in the most profound and meaningful way. My eyes teared up that morning at that simple expression of heartfelt love, love for God from his littlest followers. That morning's worship picture will forever be frozen in my memory. And this is the essence of the experiential model where children are drawn to engage with God in experiential faith. This model of ministry is very common in Africa, and I've observed it in Latin America, Asia, North America, and the Middle East as well. This model focuses on children's experiences. The ministry goal is to draw children into worship, praise, prayer, and other expressions of faith in Christ. They take part in singing, dancing, extended times of prayer, and other forms of enthusiastic, heartfelt worship. Christianity in this model is not simply talked about, aspects of the Christian life are experienced. Proponents of this model believe it's important for children to express themselves to God and not relegate the Christian life to thoughts, doctrines, verses, and the cognitive realm. As children engage in various activities of faith, their faith becomes personalized. The children come to their own belief in Jesus Christ. I've identified three key elements in this model. The first is worship. Worship's a hallmark of this model, and one of the most obvious ways to engage children in something other than just the cognitive, is to engage them in active and meaningful worship. In this model, children sing, dance, praise the Lord, not just verbally, but in kinesthetic ways as well. It's often done across ages with large groups of children ranging in age from 2 to 14. And this is not typically hymn singing, but rather expressive music and dance that engages the children in the wonder and awe of God. Ives observed this element of the model in East Africa with children's worship lasting upwards of two hours. The second element is prayer. With engagement and spiritual experience being a focal point, prayer is another key element in this model. This can include prayers of praise and adoration as well as prayers of concern for others These prayer sessions can involve both large and small groups of children, and in larger groups can be quite emotional as children pour out their hearts to God. And among older children, you can see prayers of confession and repentance. In smaller groups, I've observed popcorn prayer where preschoolers give one-word prayers that can continue on for some time. In some East African churches and in Latin America, these times of prayer are actually woven into the worship service as well. Leaders give the children the opportunity to respond to God. The third element is service. Exercising faith is at the heart of the experiential model, and so it's no surprise the Christian service is an integral part of this model. This finds its expression in two typical ways. One is outreach to friends, in an evangelistic sense. In this model, children are encouraged to bring friends to church on Sunday morning and to other outreach events. The second aspect is in serving the church and community at large. In this model, children take up service projects and are given opportunities to serve others and exercise their own personal giftedness. I've seen children serving in feeding programs in Argentina and the visitation of the elderly in Uganda and in Egypt. Perhaps the main strength of this approach is its focus on bringing children into active engagement with God. Leaders want children to experience prayer in life-giving ways and to see God answer those prayers. Boys and girls experience God working through them as they serve others. Children have opportunity to express their love for God through song and through dance. Simply put, Christianity is actively experienced. God is not just an idea. He's their heavenly father, their creator, and the object of worship, praise, and affection. And This model is also very effective in social settings where literacy is a challenge so much of the church's understanding of children's ministry is rooted in educational models and assumptions such as literacy this model can be effective across traditional educational paradigms i've observed children's ministry in this model where children spend very large times very large blocks of time in singing praying dancing and worshiping god I've observed it as a beautiful, pure expression of a child's love for God. This model finds its home in the Pentecostal tradition with its emphasis on experiencing God. It also finds a kind of cultural harmony when the culture values expression, music, and a more relationally engaging approach to life. God is to be engaged and Christianity experienced. However, as we've seen with other models, there are some unintended results. Unintentionally, this model can downplay the teaching of Bible truth. In many cases, the only biblical material in the children's ministry is found in the lyrics of the various praise songs. I've observed many churches where the praise, worship, and prayer time is the entire children's ministry. A corollary to that unintended result is the unintended priority put on experience over knowledge. Engaging children regarding the difficulties of living the Christian life can be skipped completely in this model. Without Bible truth and Bible teaching, it's unlikely that there'll be a discussion of that Bible truth and the real-life application difficulties. A lack of emphasis on Bible doctrine also leaves room for error and untruth, and it can creep into the children's ministry work in a church in this model. Leaders can be unaware of some of the real-life issues children are facing, and ill-equipped to offer biblical truth, wisdom, or counsel to those children. It seems evident that the experiential model does not directly flow from exposition of biblical material. I would suggest instead that the experiential model is rooted in the secular educational world's reaction to a more traditional educational model, Elements of the model are supported by proof texts from the Bible. It's an example of the cart before the horse, so to speak. In other words, Bible passages are pulled out, often out of context, to show that the elements of the experiential model are actually biblical. The weakness of this approach, as we've noted earlier, is in the tendency to misinterpret a Bible passage to support one of the elements in your ministry model, all the while ignoring direct biblical imperatives regarding children's ministry. In contrast, we've shown that God offers a completely biblical model for ministry in Deuteronomy 6, 4-9 with several key elements that work together to lead to transformation in the life of children and adults for that matter. These elements are evident in the Apostle Paul's work as well as in the ministry of Jesus himself. We've also shown that God used these same qualities in his teaching of Moses in Exodus 3 and 4. Transformational children's ministry should flow directly from the Bible, not from educational cultural models developed by people and then supported with biblical proof texts. Therefore, it seems appropriate to analyze the experiential model through the lens of the five principles found in Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9 relationship, experience, truth, discussion, and response. In terms of relationship, I give it four stars. Common spiritual experience and expression tends to build a more relational approach to ministry. Experience, I give two stars. God is experienced, clearly, in this model, but there's little emphasis on experiential teaching. Truth, I give him two stars. Uh, Bible teaching can be diminished through the focus on prayer, worship, and praise, as we've noted earlier. Discussion, two stars again. With an absence of truth teaching, discussing the Bible truth and real life suffers. Response, I give this model four stars. Although responding to a Bible truth may not be the focus, response is clearly the strength of this model. Well, the strength of this model is on responding to God, as we noted, and engaging in spiritual action. Engaging children in expressing their faith and love for God is essential, and it's the core and the strength of this model. The following three additions, however, could enrich the experiential children's ministry model. First, experiential Bible teaching, adding an element of experiential teaching that's linked clearly to the Bible truth. Second, Bible truth, making God's word more of a central element, teaching the Bible in age appropriate ways, all the while continuing to maintain the elements of worship, praise, prayer, service, and engagement. And finally, discussion. With the Bible truth included, children can be engaged in discussing the challenges associated with applying that specific Bible truth in their real lives. The experiential model has been used to impact the lives of millions of children across the world and has a cultural resonance that's unique. God's used this model to cement the faith of children and bring lost children into the family of God. It's been a model that's helped children exercise their faith and experience God in fresh and beautiful ways. The addition of the above three elements to this life-giving ministry model would significantly add to the already fruitful ministry approach. Next week, we take a look at the media ministry model so common in churches. For more info on our ministry, check our our website at www.egminstitute.org. Thanks for joining us this week for the Five Smooth Stones podcast. If you like what you hear, feel free to share this podcast with another children's worker in your church or your community. I look forward to seeing you next week at this same time. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Our next Five Smooth Stones podcast will be this same time next week. To learn more about life changing children's ministry, check out the EGM Institute website at www.egminstitute.org.